0: Live radio. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JD Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're you cutting edge, real, uncut, Raw truths about finance and the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors! Rise, get your shit together. Let's go. Warriors! Warriors! Rise! That was doubled up. That was kind of cool. There we go. Let me check some out. What is going on here? That was doubled up. That was kind of cool. There we go. Let me check some out. What is going on you here? Going on here? <laughs> Over there? That's a weird ass shit there. We're doubled up, man. Wow, that was pretty cool. Well, Warriors Rise. Good morning, Warriors, and good evening in Dubai. Looks like you're back in the deal-making factory in Dubai. So as we always do, Ken Mack, where are you located right now? I already gave it away. but
1: <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm here, as you said, in the deal-making factory in Dubai. Some people call it the dream-making factory, but this is where I spend most of my time. Here in Dubai, I was uh, in Scotland for a couple of weeks on holiday. It was awesome. Experienced some rain, which I haven't seen in a long time. And I'm back here in the desert, guys, back in the sand pit, ready to smash it out for a couple of months before I head back over to Europe again.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to use the word smash on purpose. Okay, so he used the word smash. Warriors, (sighs) we're here to provide freedom for you. But to say the red alert is the alarm's on, man. Sirens are on, Warriors. I'm going to keep doing videos every single morning to alert you guys. I'm going to talk Ray Dalio sounding alarm, Robert Kiyosaki sounding alarm. All these hedge funds are moving into Bitcoin, into Ethereum. The feds are sounding the alarm with interest rates. And so warriors, there is a looming crash coming. We're in the Shemitah, the seven-year Shemitah. Go research that Warriors. We're right in the middle of it. I think we're 5 months away from September, 6 months away from September. That's when the Shemitah ends. That's there's usually a financial collapse during there. You have interest rates going up. It was interesting what like 6 months ago we were talking about, where are they going to raise interest rates? Where they going to go and all of a sudden boom, interest rates are shooting up. Mortgages in America went from 2.67% Up to 5%. So think about that. If you bought a $500,000 home, it's almost going to cost you $1,000 per month more to purchase that home. So I want you to think about that for just a moment. Being a middle-class working person, rents got up almost 40%, gas prices have almost doubled, but your pay has not gone up. Okay, you got some little stimulus checks last year. That stuff is drying up, right? There's no more, the quantitative easing has slowed down. So they are literally setting us up for a financial collapse. Now, what's going to happen, in my opinion, is you have an overvalued stock market, that there's a lot of zombie companies that are living off of SBA loans, PPP loans, free government money that have been surviving in the economy this whole pandemic. So this saved a lot of companies, no offense to these companies, but it saved a lot of companies that shouldn't be alive to include massive companies. Now the reason why they were staying alive is because uh, America, the feds were buying junk bonds from them. Now what a junk bond is, they're buying a, it's a junkier bond that provides a higher return with a riskier company that needs that money to survive. So now we're in this high interest rate environment. Gas prices have gone up. Okay, food prices are going up. We have a Ukraine, Russia narrative and warriors. It is an overvalued stock market. So what are the big boys doing? They're moving into what Ken's going to talk about. Well, I'm not going to steal his thunder, but he's going to break down um, uh, something he's doing that's a little out of, out of the ordinary that you might not be used to. Right. So I purchased a car that's already appreciated. Uh, I'm getting into real estate. I just, I got my tax bill. I'm like, man, I could have done so much better with my tax bill. So I'm going to put some real estate under my belt. People are like, it's not a good time to get in real estate. I don't think there's a good time for anything right now. The fact is I'm moving into assets, hard, tangible things. I love what Robert Kiyosaki said in an interview recently. He goes, he's getting Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana and a tuna can <laughs> they were joking with him he's like why are you getting tuna he's like at least I can eat the tuna he's like, at least I can buy the tuna he's like it's something physical so the point behind it warriors is people are flooding into physical assets whether that's land properties Ken's going to talk about a specialized uh, asset uh, today he's going to dive deep into it so it's really neat to have the experience so for example I want to talk to you guys about resources and then I'm going to kick it over to Ken. Since I met Ken in Dubai, it's been an interesting journey. This is how powerful connections are words. Okay. So I met Ken in Dubai. Um, I went through his program, right? His LBO program, and through his connections, I needed uh, some hard money here in America, right? Through the connections, Ken hooked me up with this guy here in Dubai through his program. Next thing you know, he connects me with a person in Arizona. It's all about connections. So now I have access to hard money, soft money, money everywhere, whereas you just need resources. It was off one relationship building with Ken Got access to his network and now we're expanding very rapidly. So we got a lot of other things coming up as well. Uh, one thing I do want you guys to keep an eye out for is uh, Ken and I, and, I, and I'll, I'll let him speak about it if it's okay, because I know he just came off a meeting. Um, I do have it down below the Telegram group, but um, we have some things that we've been working on pretty heavily. Uh, you guys see I'm uh, there's some major partnerships we are working to provide the normal everyday person the opportunity to get into the space. That's the whole goal behind these channels. That's the whole goal behind these channels. We both freed ourselves personally. And the goal is to allow people access to the things that only elites had access to before. OK, I was talking about link two. that's pre IPOs. Now, I understand you have to be an accredited investor to do that. But the key is understanding where the target is. You have to know what it is to be an accredited investor to become an accredited investor. So set your targets at making $200,000 a year for two years straight, three hundred dollars combined for a family income, or you can get licensed. Hey, if you don't have that income, you can get licensed and get into these pre-IPOs. So there's a bunch of opportunities coming that we're going to, well, one specifically that we're going to be talking about, and, and I'll let you talk about it if it's okay to bring it up. But I want to talk to you about your asset class that you're focused on, and you're seeing this a lot out there. And I have no understanding of it, so I've always learned from you around it. Uh, like for example, I bought a car that appreciated already. That's that's something that I've never seen happen before, right? I am definitely getting into real estate because real estate it's probably going to appreciate because we have a supply problem. But I'm not really worried about the appreciation. I'm more worried about the tax benefits based on my tax bill that I got this year. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get some assets. And I didn't understand that part of it. I'm like, oh, there's depreciation. There's all this stuff. I just had no knowledge around real estate. So I educated myself. got some real estate professionals around me, you know, talked to some people about what it looks like. Got a refinance team and I'll be using other people's money for the down payments. And here we go. Now I'm getting into real estate. So Ken, what is going on with the economy? What is your opinion on it? I mean, it's with the interest rates in America. It's like, for example, i, I it's never a good time. I should have gotten into real estate six months ago when it was 2%, 2.6. Now it's doubled the interest rates. Gas prices have doubled. Food prices are skyrocketing. So what's happening in your world in regards to what do you think is happening with the economy? And then um, you're going to talk about the specialized asset class today.
1: Well, I can summarize it. Um, the economy is fucked. Excuse my, um, my fine Scottish. And personally, I don't have much time to be focusing on what the mortgage rates are going to be, what the interest rates are going to be, what the inflation is going to be. Because first of all, I got myself the stage in life. where I don't really need to check these things. All I know is that I need to make money faster than inflation, like they, they just lifted the uh, the ceiling here in Dubai on uh, you know prices for food which means that the shopkeepers can put the prices up to whatever they want so they're preparing for it here okay um focusing on cutting uh, you know cutting your expenses is probably not the best idea right now we need to look at uh, where we can put our money to protect ourselves um we need to look at what assets are increasing in value but Thinking about why these assets are increasing in value, Um, more so it's down to the fact that they're devaluing currency, uh, and people are uh, losing more and more trust in paper assets. You know, people just don't trust paper money, so they want to put their money into tangible things that have taken time, energy, resources, manpower, expertise, skills, machinery, craftsmanship to make, as opposed to a piece of paper that's come out of a printer. So um, we need to be creative in a time like now. Being creative means, uh, you know, taking a look, first of all, you know, you mentioned the automotive sector. Perhaps, I'm not saying definitely, but perhaps we are kind of reaching a top. Now, as we get closer and closer to the financial collapse, what we're going to start seeing is these assets that have hyperinflated, okay, like watches, like like real estate, like cars, reaching a top. And there's gonna be a sell-off because as companies start to make people more uh, more redundant, people losing their jobs, people need to start thinking about selling their shit to get money so they can feed themselves because the cost to feed themselves has gone up. Now, I'm gonna share some of the different tactics that I'm using myself. Um, I don't just practice that here in Dubai. But also when I'm living at home in Poland, when I'm living at home in Spain, and when I'm living at home in, in the UK. For example, you know, since we're on the topic of cars, you know, vehicles, I made a a note this morning, okay? And it's called Bike Collection Wish List. Let me see that. And I'm thinking, where can I put my money that's gonna ensure that it's going to increase in value if not it's going to hold some kind of value as they start to collapse the value of currency look what just happened to sri lanka the currency is collapsing the rupee and i've put a list together of special edition motorbikes i've probably put about three four hundred thousand pounds worth of special edition motorbikes that i can buy and add to a private collection and put away for a rainy day because we all know that the agenda 2030 for sustainability says that they wanna do away with petrol engines. So when they do away with combustion engines, that's gonna make these limited edition motorbikes a scarce commodity, okay? Now, these to me, these types of things are a lot more fun than having things like gold and silver. Gold and silver is is something that we should all have. It doesn't do very much. Some people will argue and say, but it hasn't done its job over the past 10 years. I somewhat do agree, because if you take a look at the chart, the, the movement is uh, it's very, very small. We all know that gold and is heavily manipulated, very, very manipulated. Is the audio okay?
0: Yeah, you're great. Yep. yep.
1: Now, thinking of it gold and silver, uh, before I go forward, if you guys would like me to show you a small collection that I've got here of some of the commodities that I have, I've taken to my office. I went to the vault today and picked up a bunch of commodities and I've taken them to my office to show you guys. If you would like me to show you, I want you to smash out the like button now and put a comment down below of what you think I have sitting on my desk in front of me right now.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see.
1: Gold takes the same amount of mining power, time, resources, effort, I usually cost to mine an ounce of gold that it did a thousand years ago that it does today. Maybe not the same cost, but everything else. Now that ounce of gold would buy you a hundred years ago, exactly the same as what it's going to buy you today. Mm-hmm. Now that's enough for me. I don't really care what gold has done in the last 10 years. Now you can't eat your gold. You made a good point. You know, the, um, but you can't eat your commodities, but you can eat off the land. And that's nice. why we need to be diversified. We can't be all in the crypto, we can't be all in watches, we can't be all in the gold. We need to think strategically. And of something, imagine these people in Venezuela, now in Sri Lanka, the people in Turkey, their currency collapsed 30%, 40%. Mm. We know the lifespan of all fiat currencies is appro- approximately 100 years. We simply cannot trust pieces of paper we can now what is you know we need to think going forward into the future when they introduce the cbdcs yes what can we use what can we use to barter with we can use gold we can use silver we can use crypto is mm. right here i've got a little armageddon box right here guys i'm going to show you that as well and i'm going to chuck a new one at you we can use watches watches are a scarce asset they're incredibly difficult to get a hold of and it's an ex- i have learned over the last i've been investing in watches guys for 10 years and i've learned that there's an exacting way of doing things in terms of buying watches there are the right watches the wrong watches and there's it's a big big game okay now i'm going to start off by saying that not all watches are investments and I want to just jump over and show you guys. I'm sure you all want to see what see it on my table just now. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. And as you transition, I, as you transition, I'm going to tie home a point that you talked about the oil narrative or gas cars because think about guys in Woods Standard did a video this morning. I highly recommend. I, I broke it down as a boring video, but in 1945, as he transitions we went into what's called the petrodollar okay now the, the reason why american did that in my opinion is to it was to protect supposedly protect the saudis right so they locked all oil has to be traded in american dollars this is what you need, guys need to watch out for ken was talking about this with gas cars right so oil dominated the industry we're moving from quantum from physical to quantum right so think about this for just a moment 1971 they attached from the gold standard but that kept the petrodollar kept everybody locked in to this uh, American dollar system because of the petrodollar. But watch the narrative now, guys. They're gonna start to push this zero carbon narrative by twenty three as, as Ken talked about. You own nothing and rent everything, you're gonna have gas cars or excuse me, electric cars, gas, solar, wind, right? And then you're going to see us detach from the petrodollar, which is going to be the collapse of the American system, the American dollar. then we're going to be operating on probably some sort of global currency. So that, that that'll not only makes cars more valuable, gas cars more valuable, but it also tells you where we're heading for investments. Quantum, uh, you know, the blockchain, gas, solar, wind. President Biden, the first thing he did when he went into office, went right into the Paris Agreement. So this goes into what Ken's talking about. That's why the elites are running into physical assets so they know that the collapse is coming so when it collapses they're not going to be sitting in the stock market they're not going to be hanging out in the stock market that's why these ceos are are retiring and quitting and cashing out their stocks right everybody's sitting in this overvalued stock market they're running for the hills bitcoin ethereum uh, watches cars land that's why they're buying up all this land so gold uh China and Russia increase their gold reserves, America, Basel III, or I think that's a worldwide law, but it's just important to understand what Ken's about to show you. It's just a more creative way to look at assets. It's, it's a hard transition, especially for Americans. We've been indoctrinated into the system to think a certain way, go to school, get your insurance, get a job, get your 401k to retire with a million dollars to get $50,000 retirement income. But anyways, I just wanted to position that because where he talked about lifespan of currency America's over 100 years. It's well overdue, well overdue for the lifespan of American currency. And we're not looked at very favorably now in the world. So but I just want to put that out there.
1: Yeah, um, it's very, very, very good points and valid points that you just made. And I've just taken, I like to take notes as I'm uh, speaking as well on the show. And you, you mentioned the stocks, everybody's selling off these stocks, not just recently, but there was big CEO's Leaving their companies from March 2020, they knew what was coming, dumping their stocks heavily. So, this hasn't just started happening recently, this has been happening over the past two years. Now, we need to think more creatively, and I'm going to show you as well. I'm just pulling a few bits and pieces out here, and I'm sure you can all see what's on my desk. I'm going to just get the camera, another camera here. And somebody made a very good point, they said, um. Never buy a Panerai for an investment. Now, I absolutely agree. And that is exactly what's on my wrist right now. I am wearing a Panerai. A Panerai is not an investment watch. This is not a watch. I just wear this because I like it. A lot of watch guys are going to, um, they're going to disagree with me and say, no, you never buy watches for investment. You buy watches because you like them. So if you, there are certain watches that you buy and you wear, and there are certain watches that you buy and you hold. So I'm going to show you a couple of different pieces. This here is not an investment. This is about ten dollars or $11,000. I just bought it because I like it and I wear it to the gym and day-to-day and I can change the straps on it and stuff. So anyway, however, this <laughs> this watch here is limited to 200 pieces, uh, but it's mm-hmm. still, I, I still wouldn't classify it as an investment. So on my desk here, I've got some watch rolls. I've got some gold, silver, crypto, Bitcoin. I've got... Uh, All different sizes of gold bars and silver bars. And I've got a couple of watches sitting here as well. Now, first of all, this watch here is is going to be a very familiar watch to a lot of people watching. This is called the Rolex Submariner. It's the new 41 millimeter. Um, The old reference I know was 114060. I can't remember what the reference of this is, but that would cost you circa, uh, I'm going to tell you in great British pounds, guys, this is about six or seven thousand pounds on the second. If you buy it from the, um, from the, if if you're lucky enough to get it from the dealer, you know, the authorized dealer, that on the second hand market is immediately worth double. That will never, ever lose its value. And if anything, Rolex put their prices up by 7%, usually every single year. So that watch is going to go up in value, up, up and up, it's never going to come back down. These are some of the best inflation hedges in a time of crisis. They've proven the test of time over the past 20 years. And if you look at the charts on Chrono24, for example, you will see that historically, watches have been an amazing inflation hedge, and especially in a time of crisis. This is a better investment than gold. Okay? Not investment advice, but in my head, this is a better investment than gold. That there is not an investment. That's just another watch that I bought because I like it. That's about $1,000. Okay, so um, that's why you need to learn there are certain watches that you buy and hold, buy and wear because you like them, and buy because they're investments. So since we're on the watch topic, guys, and before I go over to the precious metals, I'm going to show you what's inside these watch rolls. I got these sent to me by a very cool company called The Watchstand. Which was pretty awesome. So inside here, we have. You see, these watches have got nicknames, guys. This is called the Root Beer, okay? The Rolex Root Beer from the authorized dealer. You're going to pay about thirty thousand so pounds. I paid thirty thousand pounds for that watch here. That is not. That was one year ago. That watch now is worth fifty thousand pounds. That's about seventy thousand dollars. That right here, I do. Wear, this is one of my favorites. I wear this from time to time. I'm I'm a little bit away from the microphone. Can can everybody hear me okay?
0: Yeah, you're good. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yep. Yeah. So this one here I bought more recently. This is called the AP Brick. Now it's for me, it's all about getting ahead of the curve. You and you I try and not buy the hype. You're gonna be forward thinking, and there's no hype right now for this watch, but all of the other Royal Oaks, they're doubling, tripling in value. So I got this almost at retail. That was about £70,000, about $100,000 for this one here. This here is called the 5167R, I think. Don't quote me on that. But this is the Patek Aquanaut. In Great British Pounds, I paid about 59000 That went 110% in value in the space of six months. Six months, guys. That right now is probably worth the best part of a £100,000. So you can see quite clearly, this here is a much better investment than this. And it's kind of a a better investment than crypto right now because crypto is unpredictable. You can't wear your crypto on your wrist. And that's why you should think about maybe cashing out a little bit of crypto, buying a little bit of gold, and enjoying your profits. Put your profits on your wrist and let them appreciate over time. So these are, you know, I'm going to summarise it, guys. Rolex, Patek, uh, sorry, Rolex, Audemars Spiggy, and Patek are the three best investment watches that you could ever buy. Now, let's move over to uh, to this beautiful case here, which I'm going to show you. which you see the colour of this? It's Tiffany Blue. And uh, there's a story about the Tiffany Blue, um, it, was, it was a Patek um, Nautilus, um, I don't have a Nautilus here, but that was retailing about 40 or 50,000 pounds and it sold at auction because of a specific dial for $5.4 million. Wow. In the six months. Yeah. So that's why I bought the Tiffany Blue uh, case. So these, you see these two watches here, right? These are two more recent purchases. I, I paid nearly a quarter million dollars for these two watches. So this is Nick, I'm going to take this one out. This is nicknamed the John Mayer. After John Mayer, he made it famous. This is the Rolex Daytona. This is the Holy Grail. You can see there's a little barcode on the side. It's completely wrapped. It's not been touched. It's got the tags. This is an investment watch. I will never wear this watch. I don't care what watch investors or collectors say, you know, you should wear your watches. I don't care. This is an investment piece. And I'm holding this because I know... That this is going to get discontinued soon, certainly within the next few years, because the reference number of this watch is very old. I don't know if you can see the green dial. See the see yep. light there? You see the That's green cool. dial? Yeah. Very real. So that there could easily become a million dollar watch over the next 10 years. That has the capacity to do that.
0: Ken, how do you find how do you find knowledge on on which ones to get and which ones not to get?
1: networking um with watch dealers befriending watch dealers taking an interest in the open market and doing this for 10 years yeah i've been doing this since about 2012. this one here again this is an investment piece tags are still on it completely sealed this watch here is an amazing store of value you can see the, the green dial 2022 is all about the green dial
0: mm.
1: so any watch with a green dial within these categories is going to do very very well. Mm. So this watch here that um that will re- if you get that from the, the Rolex shop if you build a relationship with them you will get that for 30,000 pounds. I paid in the grey market. When I say grey market I mean second hand market. I paid 70,000 pounds, that's about $100,000. I bought this one um, 3 weeks ago. This watch here is easily going to be a $100,000 watch, Sorry, a $130,000 watch in the course of the next couple of years. No piece of gold at that value or piece of real estate is gonna give you that kind of appreciation without the hassle of having to onboard tenants go through legalities, legal uh, jargon and nonsense. This is portable wealth that you can put on your wrist and you can walk from country to country without any problems. Mm -hmm. So this one right here is called the Rolex Submariner. This year, you get for about 9,000 pounds, 8 or 9,000, and it's worth about 18,000 pounds. Right now, I've got a friend of mine in Indonesia, Crypto Jack. Some of you guys might follow him on Instagram or on uh, uh, YouTube. He was in the authorized dealer, and this could be bought over the counter. You could walk into the shop over the counter for 8,000 pounds, and you could immediately liquefy that for 19,000 pounds right now. So i have given you guys a, a mini crash course just now on watch investments. Awesome. Now you'll notice that I have exactly the same watch right here. This one here, by the way, was given to me as a, it was from a student of mine as a gift. that was in one of my boot camps, So he bought me exactly the same watch that I've already got myself. So I'll keep the both of them. So this one right here is exactly the same.
0: That's awesome
1: right there's a strategic piece here which I'm going to leave for last this is actually one of my favorite pieces here now this is what I mean guys they're getting ahead of the curve you'll see that beautiful blue dial last year was all about the blue dials anything with a blue and green dial is going to do well this is a solid gold Rolex Submariner which is the, the this by the way was the original the Submariner so this is just a different variation this cost me 30,000 pounds Now it's worth between 14,000 and 45,000. I only bought that six months ago. Six months ago, guys. So I'm at $14,000, $15,000 in profit immediately without having to do anything. That in the near future, over the next few years, will be worth 100,000 pounds. Or so $100,000 for this watch. I firmly believe it. Now, there's a big question. It can be, depending on your location, it can be very difficult to um, To build up a relationship with these Rolex boutiques and um, your know, Audemars Piguet boutiques, Patek boutiques, because these watches they're they're in um, they're in demand. So this watch here, I notice the blue dial again. I bought this about maybe four months ago, and I bought that. This. this is a strategic purchase. I didn't want the watch. I bought it to show my commitment to the company that I was willing to be a long-term customer, um, mm. and I had a, a vision to build my collection with them into the future so that I could get access to more scarce pieces. I paid, you can see the, uh, the double bevel in the, uh, the glass there. See all the different uh, gradients in the glass? It's a beautiful piece. I paid $50,000 for a watch that I didn't want to show the company that I was committed and I was passionate about the brands And I was ready to build a collection with them because I'm losing on this watch, and this is what I mean by not every watch is an investment. I'm losing about ten thousand pounds on this watch. I could have easily, I could have easily gone out and bought this watch grey market for ten thousand pounds less. But I bought this because I knew that I could access exclusive, limited pieces scarcity like Bitcoin is scarce. Limited pieces that we were worth significant multiples more i've got a rule and my rule is never ever to sell my assets ever so i'll hang on to these pieces because i know in 10 years they'll be worth significantly more than what i paid for them and these are solid um solid investments for the future solid investments. so i hope you guys enjoyed the little mini watch tutorial i've been meaning and doing um, you know some stuff on youtube but i've really just not had the time guys so what I want to do is I want to share some tactics with you of what you can do to protect yourself because, like me, I'm sure there's many people here that enjoy travelling. Now, inside my passport, I keep a little bit of travel money. So I get some Polish money, some euros, so I get some uh, UAE money, I get some British money here. However, this is where the magic happens. Inside my passport, okay, so I pull this out. So inside my passport. You'll notice that I am pulling out something very special. This here is 25 little gold ingots. Gold will always be a unit of account. It's never going to go away. Why do you think the banks are stocking up on gold? Because it's worth money. This is God's money. As much as I love paper money, yeah, this is God's money. And that's what Robert Kiyosaki says. I can snap each one of these little bars off. Each little bar is worth about 50 or $60. And I can cash them in any time that I want. So if I'm traveling and I am in trouble and my currency collapses or I can't access an ATM, I can snap a little gold bar off and I can go to the gold shop and liquefy it. So that's probably worth about two thousand dollars. I'm holding in my hand right now. I don't know anybody else who carries little gold bars about with them, but I do. Not only do I carry little gold bars, but also I carry this little bag here with me as well. And these are my, these these are some of my favourite gold coins. So these are the most famous. Coins of all time. This is the the Krugerrand. This is the gold Krugerand. This isn't 24 karat gold. This is 22 karat gold. It's got it's got like other metals in it because it makes it very durable. It doesn't you know you can't scratch it or damage it easily. But the Krugerand is heavier, so you still get the same quantity of gold inside this coin here. So each coin right now, as we speak, gold is about to break. $2,000. We're talking like $25 away from breaking $2,000. But these coins here, they trade for a premium because they're very, very desirable. So that's two, four, six, And that's about $8,000 here. If you want to go for the full-on belly dance, guys, you can treat yourself to a bar of gold. That is the, the Holy Grail right here. That is a, a kilo of gold. So that's worth today's price is about 65000 in this bar right here. And for such a small bar, it's so so heavy. But it's very important to think of diversity, to diversify, because I think of gold like Bitcoin, and I think of Ethereum like silver. So, you know, you've got to think in accordance with your affordability. You know, I only invest what I can afford to not see again, because I have no intention to ever sell any of my uh, watches, um, or any of my gold, I'm keeping this, and I'll pass this down through my family. So, you know, you could buy little bars. Just enjoy it, guys. You know, remember, this is real money. This is real money. And silver is much more of a... It's got much more upside than gold does. So I've mm-hmm. got a lot of... Gold. The only thing about silver is, you know, if you stack enough of it, you'll need a pallet chuck to remove it because it's just so heavy. So you can buy... You know, in comparison the i'm going to show you the density here this here is a kilo of silver this is heavy this is big but in comparison if you take a look right here you can see the difference in size see it's much more dense
0: Hmm. that's pretty cool man.
1: but this here is uh, I call it the Armageddon box. So I keep a couple of uh, ledgers in here full of crypto, all sorts of different uh, size of gold bars, different denominations. We've got uh, gold coins and all sorts of stuff, and yeah, some paper currency as well. And we keep that in vault. Keep everything in vault. So if anything happens, we can go into the vault. Um, i'll never ever keep anything that you own like this at home. You go into the vault and you pull out whatever you need and you've got it immediately to hand if you need to pick up and leave or go somewhere. Because in a time like now, we can we can never be too sure about what's happening. Now We, we need to protect ourselves as much as we possibly can. And uh, I'm going to speak about a few other investments beside the, uh, the the ones that you can see here. I'm just going to show my, my bookshelf right there. You can see the, the cash flow quadrant right over there by Robert Kiyosaki. Okay, these are Pretty awesome books. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing, too, is like, you know, have a couple people commenting here. It's like, you know, the, the whole this is a flex. This is what if, the, you know, it's like that whole thing. It's like, guys, this is reality. This is reality. So I was on my mom's couch three years ago, three years ago. What I started to do is to listen to people who are multimillionaires and billionaires watch what they were doing. I think you might have fallen off, but not what they were saying, right? So like I'm talking about the media, but then I started to mentor and listen to these multimillionaires and they started teaching me to diversify, right? I was a cash person. I was in cash and I had, I had the normal indoctrinated system and I started out very, very small. For me, it was cryptocurrency, right? I started out with a cryptocurrency portfolio and now I'm starting to diversify, I started building more businesses. And I just slowly, methodically from my mom's couch to financial freedom I just started listening instead of constantly right away that resistance that comes up with a lot of people. It's like, oh, it's just I was like when I heard people talking about that, I listened and I'm like, okay, how can I do it at a small scale and build up? Right. So I just started really small. I started buying precious metals. I started buying some silver and then I started getting into more businesses and I started growing. I started understanding. I started seeking higher mentorship. One of the key things, too, is wise counsel. This is really important. Like what what this is, is wise counsel. He's literally showing you physically. He showed you about, gosh, what was it close to a, a million dollars? I mean, I, I was trying to do the math in my head. That was about a million dollars a
1: million sitting on the table here.
0: It's over it's a about a million dollars sitting on the table right there. So, yeah, so if you guys are looking at that, I was doing the math. I'm like, that was I was trying to do the math in my head. It was close to a million dollars that he just showed us. Now, remember, somebody said on there, oh, he got his wealth from his parents. If you follow the story, he worked at McDonald's before he started all this right? He also started building and scaling businesses in the biggest financial collapse in history, which was our great recession, which was 2008. So he's always done the opposite of everybody else. And that's why I have mentors like this, people that I look up to like this, because I'm just modeling what they're doing. Like, for example, I met Ken and because of Ken, I now have the resources and I'll probably have my first rental product, property within the next 35 days. And it's like, it's like, boom, boom, boom. And I just, I'm doing it with other people's money. I'm not even going to use my own money to get the rental property. I'm going to borrow the down payment. I'm going to get a a mortgage. It's like, it's not even my own money to get the property. So it's like, you just have to start to think like the wealthy. They use other people's money to buy assets, not other people's money to buy depreciating assets or to go on trips. They borrow other people's money, bank's money, whether it's, they got life insurance, whether it's leveraging credit to buy a business uh, getting people to invest in a business. So I think that's the biggest thing that we're working to show you is resources, right? So obviously not at Ken's level in regards to my finances, but I'm, I'm going to be there guys. I'm going to be there by slowly and methodically modeling the behaviors of what the wealthy wealthy do. Okay. not what the middle-class are doing not what the people with the 401ks and the, you know, the typical safe investments, those safe investments are about to get crushed. The stock market is super overvalued warriors. People don't even, most people don't even know, say they have a million dollar 401k and they've been working at their company 35 years. Most of them don't even know what's in their 401k. They have no idea where it's allocated to. So think about that for just a moment. You're, you're, you're working your whole life for a company 35 years and you got a million dollar 401k, but you have no idea what it's allocated into. It could be allocated into stuff that's about to collapse right now. Right? So but it's 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 pretty cool to see in person like that. So thank you for showing that because it's it's really important. And another thing too is the whole. Frequency, right? You are who you surround yourself with. By that's what I did. I listened to YouTube videos. I studied. I read books, and I just kept going and going and going. Next thing you know, I met more people. So I started to speak my truth, and the process that I was going through. And then, lo and behold, I became a creator on these social media platforms just by speaking my truth. And you guys can all do the same thing. Everybody has a beautifully unique story. I think that's the part that I want to really push uh, push people to do is to really find your story during this, because. This is the greatest time. If you hate your job, this is the greatest time. You are literally, people have so many options right now. Companies, if you don't, if you wanna stay in a company, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. I would learn how to be an investor or be an entrepreneur. But if you do wanna stay in a job, just over broke, or you wanna stay in the system, at least do something you love. <laughs> at least find something you enjoy doing, right? And get there and kick ass in that business and move up into the to executive ranks and take that money and become an investor, right? We're just, I was just talking to somebody in our academy that started their own business. Have these two nurses, and I'll, I'll give them a big shout out. Okay, they 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 literally been listening to the podcast, watching all these all these the channels, right? So they're both nurses, and they're working their asses off, and they're nine to five. So they decided to create a five to nine, their own holistic business on the side, right? So they went through all the legality stuff. These young ladies are hustling their ass off. So they're working nine to five, and they're hustling on five to nine. I guarantee, within a year, that five to nine is now going to be their nine to five and they'll be able to do what they love every single day. One of them was like, I'm going part time. Screw it. I'm going part time. I'm going all in on this. So this is the greatest time in human history to start to change your frame of mind. And you'll be so far ahead of other people. The 214 people watching this consistently and the thousands that are going to watch this, you realize you're like, I think Declan said this and it's stuck in my head. This is like an elite society of people like the, like how much coaching are you getting where somebody's showing you a million dollars sitting on a table. (laughs) I mean, that was a million dollars sitting on a table, watches, gold, and it's not a flex, it's what's really happening. That's what's really happening. I got to go to Dubai and sit with Ken and sit with the business partnerships and meet these people. It's all about resources and you're part of our community. That's what this is all about. It's not not for this elite group anymore. It's for us, it's for us to share and grow and learn. All of you know business owners that may wanna sell their business. All of you have access to be able to have conversations with people. Everywhere you go, strike up a conversation. You never know who you're going to meet. You know what's cool thing about the cars too? This is one thing is, um, and I'm not saying go out and buy a supercar or anything like that. What I'm saying is they're conversation starters. Everywhere I go now, people come up and that are into that level of car. They're like, it just, it's really neat. I've had more cool conversations with people. And I was like, the one guy I was talking to, he's like, Oh yeah, I got a bunch of real estate properties out here too. He's like, what do you do? And I'm just like, we started talking. I'm like, maybe we should have lunch together. He has a, has a nice supercar, muscle car as well. We're going to go grab lunch and just met another business partnership. So these things, not only like the watches too, they're, it's just, it's connections. That's what it is. You're, you're breaking free from that normal indoctrination system. So it's I a great appreciate that. Yeah. Great way to network by the cars, the watches, um, you know, people see, uh,
1: you know, the Lamborghini still, you know, these- Businessmen, they're, you know, they're savvy. You know, they're not buying a Lamborghini. They're buying themselves into a Lamborghini club. And the Lamborghini um, yeah. dealership will be organizing networking events with other like-minded people. Ferrari club, the Porsche club. Now, mm-hmm. they, they, these are um, top-end networking opportunities. So a lot of people that I know, they buy Lamborghinis Lamborghini. They hardly use the things, but they use it for the networking opportunity yeah. because you get to buy yourself into this into this elite club. Um, yeah. And I'm fully with you on that one, man. fully with you. And uh, I just wanted to jump in as well, qu- quickly, and say, um, I got a message off my mother this morning. And uh, my mother said, the government is trying to get the land. This is what you call a woke mother, part of the Great Reset. See that there?
0: Oh, the government is trying
1: to get the land, part of the Great Reset. And, wow. uh, and she shared a link with me. And it's the UK government that says apply for a lump sum payment to leave or retire from farming. They're trying to buy people's farmland off them. Look at this.
0: Look at this.
1: Holy shit. That's no, real. It says under oh, circumstances that you're selling any land or farmland to the government.
0: That Holy fuck.
1: That's just bad. That's bad only- shit.
0: That's the. That's gu- that's, the UK. UK. that's their website. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. I got to pull that up. Holy so cow.
1: So my response was... Um, wow. ...in any, any farmland to the UK government, the majority will fall into the chap and sell valuable land into worthless pieces of paper that they've worked uh, all of their life to build, created it's a chap. Land is the greatest investment of them all. Land is king and cash is trash. That was my response right up, there.
0: I'm pulling it right now. Government unveils path to sustainable farming in 2021. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is wild, man. This is this is where we're at.
1: So we, you know, if really go for this, we will own nothing and be happy. Narrative like we're really pushing for that—it's terrible because
0: they they know what's coming. The video, guys, please go watch YouTube video I did this morning. If you're, it's it's a warrior video because it's it's boring shit. But I I literally show you a video of 2019. It's the head of the SEC, Gary Gunzer. He was not the head of the SEC at the time. He was the head MIT professor for crypto. They were doing a simulation for the SWIFT system being challenged and the digital yuan taking over. Now we're in 2022. The narrative, Ukraine, Russia, SWIFT system sanctions and digital yuan looking to take the superpower. It literally, it was a simulation in 2019. That's literally, I mean, we're in a video game right now. We're literally in a video game and we're all looking this way at Kim Kardashian and all that stuff. And somebody keeps saying, stop talking about the slap with Will Smith. We're all looking at the slap. There'll be another black swan. There'll be another black swan. That'll keep your guys' attention pulled over here as things like that. I just pulled it up on the UK website. I'm like, holy cow, like this is wild, man.
1: I love you just said, we're in a video game. And just on the video game uh, concept, you gotta think of it this way, right? We are characters in a video game, and it's our duty to upgrade our stats and our character so that we can mm. get to the next level.
0: Yes. Yes. Like, look at so he, he just,
1: just the only way to keep on leveling up is to keep on upgrading our stats, our knowledge, and our character.
0: Look at that. Your mom sent you that message. And look at this right here. This is in 2020. Government unveils <clears> path <throat> to sustainable farming in 2021. We're going to do it by buying up your real estate. <laughs> We're going to offer you retirement. I think about that. You're a farmer, right? And you're sitting on your land, and you're you're trying to figure out retirement. And they come up and like, we'll buy it off you right now at a premium, at a premium. We'll get you right into your retirement, and that's happening in America here in Arizona too. They're buying up the farmland. I think uh, is it uh, Bill Gates has owns the most farmland in Arizona, and so it's I like would it's, say, you
1: know, let, let's put watches aside, um, you know, paper currency, gold, silver, and everything else. In my opinion, lands is the greatest investment of them all because you can eat off the land. Land is scarce; it's like an NFT. You can't replicate that piece of land. There is only one of that piece of land in the entire world.
0: Yeah. What do you What do you think about like how do you um, do you, how do you pick land? Like so, for example, is there is there certain way to pick land or like? So I'm just getting into real estate. Just I've always been transparent with you guys. I literally I'm just getting into real estate. So like land, is there like parameters you look for, or is it just?
1: It depends on what kind of land you're looking for. You're looking for a
0: land for farming, um, because if you
1: look for a land for farming, you might not ever be able to build on that land. Um, you know, There's all different uh, use classes of land. So you need to decide what kind of land. You're looking for land that you want to build a house on, that the likelihood of getting planning permission is high. And then with that land, you've got maybe one or two acres of land that you can use to grow up on. Maybe you just God. need enough land, to build a house, and you can grow food and put some poly tunnels. Yeah, Um you can live on the land. You you can literally live off of your land. I've got a friend in Spain, and he um, he literally lives off his land and off the sun. He, I think I said before, he wow. mines Ethereum from the sun, and he spends the Ethereum every day that he mines it. I think he makes about three hundred euros a day, and he wow. spends it on his uh, crypto debit card. And he's running the mining rig off of the solar panels from the sun. His whole garden is full of avocado trees, all the different fruits, vegetables. He's got chickens. So he gets the eggs. He's got his guard dogs. Uh, the only thing that he's missing to get the house off the completely off the grid is an electric car.
0: Wow. Like, he is
1: so close to getting this property off the grid. So, you know, there's all of these different types of um, you know, things that you can do depending on where you're living. Or you don't need to be reliant on the system, on the grid, on the government ever, ever again, because he is literally living off of natural resources.
0: Wow. Wow, man.
1: It's yeah, it's so, so
0: much information i mean it's a, you're just following what the elites are doing i mean that's basically what they're doing they're buying gold silver bitcoin ethereum land houses i mean the hedge funds are buying up all these single family homes i mean they're they're, they're not even going after apartments anymore they're buying up neighborhoods and it's almost like you know when when people when we should, when we started reporting this what a year and a half ago two years ago about you know the uh, world economic forum saying you're gonna own nothing and be happy everybody's like whatever blah 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 i'm like we're literally on that path. Like with interest rates going up, the normal everyday person, since 2008, the top 20% of the population that owns more than the middle class in wealth. Has recovered, but the middle class has not recovered yet. I mean, people are just getting back on their feet from all the money they lost and the bankruptcies and the collapsing. They're just getting back on their feet. And now it's like we finally can buy a house, and boom, now that interest rates skyrocket. So somebody who you have to have-
1: is like the house price is gonna crash. There is definitely gonna be a housing mm-hmm. crash because people people are gonna start losing their jobs, banks are gonna start folding. Mm. Um, you know, we're seeing it now, you know, Sri Lanka, the, the, the country is, is bankrupt. It declared bankruptcy the other day. Wow. So, you know, people are going to start becoming unemployed, start needing to sell their houses. Um, you know, it's already happening in the watch market. Like watch prices are now decreasing. People are mm. starting to sell off the, you know, it, because these things do operate in bubbles.
0: Yeah. You know, they, they yeah. can't
1: keep on going up up and up. But that's why we need to be strategic with our purchases and decisions that we make. Um, and having cash on the side is a, wise, is a wise thing to do. You know, we do know that uh, as the days go past, the purchasing power of the dollar is becoming worth less and less and less. Um, but what goes up must, must come down. And when the stock market crashes, that's it. You know, that, that is it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing too, people. That's why I keep telling people I'm like, um, the, the way to get rich is get in the market and stay in the market. Right. Get hold long term. Right. Well, obviously, strategic If the market goes absolutely parabolic, pull some profits, have an exit strategy. But when you pull those profits, so what I did is last three years for as being a small investor to freedom, um, where I could don't have to work for anybody or answer to anybody anymore. Basically, what I did is when I saw things go parabolic, I pulled and I put it into something else that would grow. That's the simplest strategy that I did. I was like pulling. Every time I pulled money, I put it into something that would grow. It was very, very simple. And I just kept doing that. And now it's like, now I own business, nine companies. And and when I say nine companies, I have four that are producing revenue. The rest are startups. And it's, and it's, I have passive income 24 hours a day now. And so it's like, but that passive income that comes in, I put it into something that's going to grow. And so then I learned with my tax bill this year, I'm like, okay, I will never pay a tax bill like that again. I got to figure out. So I strategized, I'm going to get some properties under my belt to give me some tax liabilities and depreciation. I didn't understand that part of real estate. Now I understand it. So I'm like, I'm just going to get a couple properties on my belt, some depreciation. And so I started out on my mom's couch three years ago, losing everything because not that I didn't know how to make money. I want to make this very clear. I was an executive. I was at a bank. I should have known how to make money properly, but I didn't. Most bankers don't know how to make money properly because we're all indoctrinated in the system. What I realized when I was mom's couch, I got pissed. I was like, I will never, ever be in this position again. I was 40. So three years ago, I'm 46. I was around 42, 43 years old me and my kids are living in my parents' house at 43. I'm like, it was embarrassing, but I'm like, no, I'm going to turn this embarrassment into a great story. And I started sharing it on TikTok and Instagram and that allowed people to make fun of me. And it's like, all I did was mimic people like Ken Mack, mimic people that are billionaires. And I started watching what they did. I read the books that they read. I followed the patterns that they read. I already had the discipline. All I needed was the game plan. Right. And I did not steer from my game plan. I stayed focused. Everybody made fun of me about crypto. I was like, I'm still going to go. And I just kept pushing forward and kept pushing forward. And so I think that. the biggest thing start small just start with your mentality right start to raise your frequency and your vibration as high as possible and then you'll start to attract things like for example we have our conference um you know i think me and being kev were talking about this three years ago we were losing everything and now here we sit here today on monday we have a team member from germany just flew in Selmans. here we got a team member from canada we have 27 team members flying in this week we went from broke three years ago losing everything. They're shutting down our business to now here we are because of our frequency. We raised our frequency. We changed our environment. We started seeking wise counsel. I wasn't taking advice from people anymore that were stuck in a 401k or I, you know, I'm like listening to people. That really had no wealth telling me how to manage my money. I'm like, why are you? I started looking I'm like, well, tell me, show me what your finances look like. Ken just showed us a million dollars sitting on his desk. <laughs> he showed you a million dollars sitting on his desk. If you were listening to my, my, my personal podcast, coach JV podcast, the other two weeks ago, I went over exactly what I make, like exactly what I make. I'm not hiding it from you guys. Eventually you'll be able to look all this stuff up. It's like, it's just really important to have these open, honest conversations From two perspectives, right? Ken's where I want to be and I will get there. And I will, can I tell you guys, I will be a billionaire. I already know I'm already a billionaire in my heart because I know what's going to do for people and free people. But I went from my mom's couch and I hope that's encouragement to you guys. All I did was stop listening to people who didn't, I stopped listening to, I call it wise counsel. So I, I, when somebody would give me advice, I would ask them questions. Show me what you're doing. They couldn't show me. They were just giving me advice from a book, just like all of our politicians. 90% of your politicians went to school. Most of them don't have any real-world experience. They're running your country, and they have no real-world experience. They went from Yale to politics to running the country. Think about that. Go research your politicians. Most of them went from a high-level school into politics, and then they, they have no real-world experience. Zero real-world experience, right? And so not to talk politics, we bring a president that had real-world experience and knows how to run businesses, and pfft, he's gone. Right. And so all
1: All these politicians, they're all taking
0: orders in the higher powers. 100 percent. 100 percent. And I mean, yesterday
1: say that, you know, if if you're ingrained in football, politics, mainstream media, this is a matrix. Like you are physically taking part in the matrix. You need to forget. I'm going to read out the list um, because it's uh, a I'm going to give your listeners now a start of where they can of how they can begin to. Uh, unfuck their heads with the, yes. um, with the, with the amount of um, poison that we have out there in the world just now. What I said was the reason you're not successful is that you're focusing time and attention and everything society wants you to do, such as yeah. football, news, politics, Netflix, community events, work nights out, nights out, religion, unnecessary retail therapy, living off the government, living, off, living the credit score life, working nine to five with 30 days holiday per year. Checking your Rolex to see when your lunch break is up. The list goes on. If you fall into any of these above categories, you're taking part in the Matrix.
0: Mm. (sighs) Yeah, it's hard to digest, right, guys? Yeah, people get mad at me when I talk about, I'm like, guys, I I said the other day on some video, I was like, I don't give a shit about your football team. People are like, stop talking bad about football. I'm like, I I don't give a shit about what football team's winning. I don't, none of that stuff is important to me. None of that is, I'm not watching anything other than. Studying what I can do to move myself forward, what I can do, because like the great example is with the, the Chris Rock thing. It was like how many people were focused on that? And, it, you know, it was like just a constant conversation, constant conversation. I'm like, guys, those are distractions. They're all distractions. They're all it's like the Roman days. They put us in a Colosseum in the Roman days. They got us drunk off the alcohol as they were collapsing the system. It's nothing new under the sun. It's coming. And it's not not that you can't enjoy sports or enjoy that stuff, but like when you're idolizing the team, that's why I say not to idolize, and you're fighting about your football team or your quarterback, it's like fight that hard for your family. Like, that's what I always tell people. Fight that hard for your family. Get that pissed about your family being broke. Get that angry about being poor. Get that angry about the government taking your money. Get that angry about the fact that you have zero in your investment account. Get that pissed off that your quarterback threw a, 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 an interception. Get that angry. Like, that's how angry I got. I'm laying on my mom's, my mom's, my feet on my mom's couch, looking up at the freaking popcorn ceilings going, this fucking sucks. And I kept getting more mad and more mad. I'm like, I will never be in this position again. I'm so fed up with being in this just over broke paradigm. I'm breaking free from this matrix. And I was like, I just like, ah, that's how the warrior thing came from. I'm like, ah, that's where the helmet came from. I was like, no, I'm a fucking warrior. I'm going to break free from this and I'm going to figure out how to do this. I'm going to document it. And that's how this all happened. You just got to get pissed. You got to get fed up. Yes. I love, I love it, man. You just gotta get angry, man. You gotta get sometimes pissed off and just like activate. You know, it's not about enjoying a UFC or doing not enjoying football or, or sitting down to watch a football game, but it's like get that excited about your life, get that excited about moving up in your career. What if you don't want to, you know, get that excited about investing as much as you research your football team or your video game playing? Get that pissed about, get that get that deep in your investments. That's all I'm saying, but.
1: On the football uh, topic, I knew I was going to get hate about the football uh, comment that I put in that post. And one of the guys said, F off, mate. Everybody enjoys football. Nights out and Netflix. What do you do for time and fun? And my response was, exactly. And that's why we call them the 99%. I own the third division football club and enjoy uh, enjoy the matrix from the other side of the fence. For fun, I enjoy knowledge, beach, gym, and hanging out with the ultra high net worth, creating content, mentoring, buying businesses, and more. I'm in the position where I can choose my stress. So, therefore, I work for fun. Mm. uh, We just got to think outside the box. Why is everybody sitting in the auditorium? Why? Why Why is everybody getting emotional? Why is it Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know if people caught that. I don't know if people caught that. So, Ken owns a football team. (laughs) Like, I don't think people caught that. Like, he actually owns a football team. So, he's on the other side. He can go watch it whenever he wants. Soccer, right? Football in your country. It's like, but he owns part of a football team. Like, think about that for just a second. What he's saying, you know, like, oh, don't be bashing on football. Well, he doesn't bash on it. He actually owns part of a team. Like, he's like, like, that's the type of that's, that's the, that's the mentality you want warriors. He can respond to that dude and say, Hey, I'm not bashing you, man. I, this is what I do for fun. I drive supercars. I hang out with ultra wealthy elite. I go to the gym. I hang out. With, he's with his son all the time, dude. I'm with my son all the time I'm with my daughter all the time. Right. So it's a a mentality shift. That's the biggest thing is don't be that person right away to attack the wealthy. Because if you walk up to them and be like, hey, how did you get here, man? They would if somebody walked up to me and said that to me, I'd be like, dude, let's talk. I would love to share this information because most people who are ultra wealthy, unless I haven't ran into anybody when I was in Dubai, everybody wanted to communicate. Ken introduced me to people out here, the, the finance guy, this guy, we we talk on like a daily basis. Now he's introduced me to somebody in Arizona, ultra high net worth person in Arizona who I'm communicating with. He's like, dude, I'll help you out whenever you want. If you ever, he said, if you ever need advice, just call me, even if you're not doing loans with me, he's just like, Hey, I can pick up the phone and call him. People want to help people. They really, really do. And if you, I mean, you're very rarely going to run into somebody like, Nope, I won't help you. Absolutely not, because they they all know where they where they came from. A lot of them, and, and a lot of people think too. I, I you know the comment where people are like, oh, it came from your you know daddy's money or mommy's money. Well, at some point somebody has to be that person. <laughs> some at so so why say that comment? Become that person in your family, like where your my kids go. Oh, it came from your daddy's money. Okay, fine. What they, I mean, like, think about that's the way my mentality when people used to say to me, you know, 85 percent of small businesses fail. What I always say to them is what about the 15 percent and what about the 15 percent that became multimillionaires? So that's what I studied. And I became one of the 15 percent and I built a million dollar company. And so I was like, I didn't focus on the 80 percent, the 85 percent. The the that was the first thing people would say to me. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm going to study what the 15 percent did. Then I'm gonna study with the 15% that made multi-million. And I started seeking them out. There's a guy, Alex Hermosie. I joined his program and his uh, his gym launch program. And I studied everything he does. And there, I just started studying the people who are actually doing it. And I modeled their behaviors. And so, yeah, it's just it's all about attitude warriors. So
1: somebody yeah, made a, a very valid comment. that said small communities matter now, and that's why mm. we only get 35 people watching live just now. And we really are part of the movement at the 0.01%. You know, that that's why we got the 3T Warrior Academy. That's why I went ahead and I created the Mac Club. Yeah. And um, for the crypto guys out there as well, we have a, um, a free membership where you can get uh, free on-chain crypto mm-hmm. analysis updates uh, from Glassno delivered into Mac Club uh, for free. So if anybody that's watching this uh, wants to take advantage of, of something that you pay probably seven or eight hundred dollars a month for, yep. I'm going to send you a link, Coach TV, and you can put it in the yep. comments or in the description, so that yep. our friends watching this now can take advantage of the um, the free channel. And if anybody wants to come in as a VIP, and get access to all of our. We have a full on schedule of mentors coming in five days a week now. Um, you can go to Mac Club. That's Mac yep. Club, and come and join us. We've got six hundred odd people in the community.
0: Yeah, that's uh, um, it's in the description down below if you guys want to pop in there. Yeah, If you can send it over to me, I'll put it in the comments real quick.
1: So that is
0: the for the free crypto
1: on-chain analysis. I've sent a direct link to Discord. Um, that will go in the description. And uh, you guys are very, very welcome to come in. And uh, I'm active myself. Uh, we have some free channels. And um, yeah, it'd be nice to see you, you guys in there. And the reason we put that together is so that we building out this bespoke community of like-minded people on a global level that can communicate, help each other out, educate each other and not you don't only have me in there speaking, we've got other mentors that are teaching like uh, yesterday we, sorry a week, a Yesterday ago, we had an e-commerce entrepreneur, a seven-figure entrepreneur who was showing us the A to Z of how he built a successful e-commerce business. So we're taking it lesson by lesson so that you you guys can get out there and build your business step by step as well. We got a mentor the other day teaching us how to do public speaking. He was uh, one of the X Factor stars from BBC. Um, so again, teaching you how to go on stage, how to market yourself, how to become the asset. Uh, you get me teaching about watches and buying businesses. You get so much stuff happening no. in their mindset. So if you guys want to come in and be part of that movement, just now we've got it for like three dollars a day. So it's, it's pretty much for free for the for the full-on belly dance. So if you want the tap dance, come in and enjoy the, uh, uh, the class. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. The tap dance or the belly dance. I put it right there where's the Warriors discord. And then also in the description of this video, you can join the, the mat club. So if you click in the description of this video as well, um, also make sure you jump in the, is it okay to talk about a qualify telegram? Is that cool?
1: Yeah, go for it, man. And yeah. uh, By the way, we're now up 2.5 million. Yeah,
0: yeah. So there's something big. Ken and I will talk about it deeply next week. Um, so we have something really big to announce with you guys. It's in the down below. Join the join the conversation. The first time ever where M&A has been brought to the crypto space. Um, and so I'm a strategic partner of this as well. And we are going to be bringing this to you guys. So we're, we're doing innovative things that have never been done before. So I'd hi- if you want to be. So here's how powerful this is. Ken, I'm going to tell you something crazy. So I sit in the steam room at the gym and this guy goes. This guy's in a high-level dev, a uh, dev, right? Really, really high-level with high-level people, actors, multi-multi uh, millionaires in this uh, dev group, right? And he's sitting in the steam room. He goes, "Hmm, what a small world." He goes, "I just saw your face on the acquireify website, and we're linking up with you guys in Acquirefy." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, holy shit! He goes, "I joined because he goes, they came to our dev, and I was like, dude, I know that guy. He goes to the steam room every single morning." And he was like, wow. done. He's like, are to do it, yeah. So it's a big. I can't mention the dev, but he, it's a it's big dev, crazy. dev. One of our devs. Small In world. The steam In the steam was room, sitting sad? there, no bullshit. He was like, dude. He goes, I just, our our dev just joined your um, Aquarify. And I'm like, holy wow. shit. I mean, what a small world, right? So that, that was so so I look for um just how I do business, guys. And and um I'm a spiritual hippie dude, right? So I, I look for what's called confirmation. And I was looking this way, you know, I st- I stall when I go into business. because I look, I look through the documents and I go through and I partner and I do all of my research and then I wait, I wait for a spiritual guidance. Just so you guys know that's what I do. I wait for spiritual guidance. I'm sitting in the steam room and he's like, I just we just linked up with Aquarify, and I'm like confirmation. I'm like, there we go. You know, it's like, I knew that I knew. And it was like, I needed a confirmation. And it was there. And it was like, I'm just telling you guys, don't sleep on this. <laughs> don't do not sleep on this. Like it was, the confirmation was massive and I'm like, OK, so it's just it's something that's never been done before. And I love being part of things that have never been done before. And MA is being brought to the crypto space and this will blow your mind. The actual um, the telegrams down there, you go on the telegram, you'll be able to see the website. Uh, you can go to Acquirefy. Um, just type in ACQ. Actually, let me put the website in here real quick.
1: Acquire.fi. Yeah, we've uh, got 2.5 million committed now from VCs. Um, so we've got a very, very active community on Telegram. It's very, very exciting. So you guys are very, very welcome to be part of the movement. It's going to be the first blockchain platform to facilitate the buying and selling of blockchain and online based businesses via the blockchain and with crypto. So this is an absolute game changer. And we've got three, you can't name the names right now, but three of the biggest players uh, in mm-hmm. the MA and um, influencer space that uh, we're in talks with to onboard um, or uh, to bring them into the advisory team. So as soon as we, uh, uh, we we get these meetings confirmed, we'll make the announcement within the community. But uh, yeah, I literally come off a meeting before this show, um, with the show with the team, and there's a lot of big things happening. We've got a market maker now, and yes. it's, it's moving. We have good deals ready to load up into the platform.
0: Yes, it's it's this huge, Warriors. I'm telling you. So that's the thing to get in the conversation because in that Telegram group, there are some high level people in their warriors. I'm telling you, like high, high level so think about that I flew out to Dubai I met Ken and just by going out to meet Ken he takes me on this yacht we meet all these billionaires or billionaires sorry multi millionaires so a billionaire we met a billionaire and he introduced me to these people your net worth your net worth is your network warriors connect 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 it doesn't matter if you have ten dollars in your bank account get in the conversation warriors because you are the frequency you surround you we should stop saying you are the five people you are the frequency you surround yourself with that's it being, being here the 252 people that are still here you are raising your internal frequency right now that's what you're doing we
1: we, we are the frequency we not not just the average we are the frequency of those that we surround ourselves with because uh, you get so many people playing a different frequency and that's why a lot of people don't connect with each other you've got to get on the frequency that the higher the frequency the better
0: Yes. Awesome. I'm trying to get everybody to the Telegram. The Telegram group's in the description down below, and then I'm putting the website right here. All right, Warriors, we're at, gosh, that was a great conversation. Hour and seven minutes. First of all, Ken, thank you for bringing us into your personal life. Thank you for allowing me as a, a friend and also being a mentor for me into your personal life as well. Um, I really appreciate that. And I think a lot of people aren't that's doing it. You know, yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, too... Um, Appreciate that when, you know, you know, you'll have those people that appreciate the fact that we're, you're showing improving. That's the biggest thing out there. And it's not. And this is one thing my uh, people used to always say to me, say, I'll believe it when I see it. Stop saying that, guys. See it and achieve it. You've been taught that I'll believe it when I see it. Well, when you see it, it's usually too late. It's usually too late. So see it then achieve it. So we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Thank you for hanging with us for an hour and seven minutes. Uh, remember, this is on your uh, podcast, iTunes, Lips and Stitcher. You can find the Freedom Show. Uh, share it with a family member that uh, maybe is having trouble breaking out of the matrix. We're here to help you guys and support you. Everything you need is in down in the description of this video. Click the description. Everything you need, social media, Ken social media, the Ken Mac Club, Acquireify, the Warrior Academy, everything you need to be successful all you need to be successful in the crypto and uh and asset space. We love you guys. We appreciate you. And as we always say, Warriors. <laughs> Get this together. Let's go.